Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And welcome. It is the uh, Devious Motives show. I am Brett Witterbull. It is Election Day, so if you're watching this at a later date, uh, understand that all of these uh, thoughts and bits of analysis are current as of the uh, 8th of November. And it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, run in front of us. Overnight, we heard from uh, President Trump that uh, he's going to announce next week on the 15th, uh, Mar-a-Lago, that uh, it sounds like he's going to obviously run for the presidency of the United States. Uh, President Biden was uh, was out there campaigning and continues to have to uh, instruct his staffers to clean up the uh, confusion on energy. Why is there confusion on energy? Why is there a transition going on in all of these different areas and arenas? When you went and voted in 2020, and you selected your presidential candidate, what transition were you putting as a a premium issue? Uh, Other than, of course, like, let's get the heck out of this pandemic. Let's get back to business. Let's get back to uh, law and order. Let's get back to the things that average normal Americans want. What transition did you vote for? Did you vote for a transition on energy? Was Was that your vote? Did you vote for a transition for your kids from one gender to another? Did you vote to transition your 401ks and investments to transition your taxes? Did you want to spend five and six and seven trillion dollars? Were these the transitions that you were seeking? Because the thing you have to understand as we look at the politics in this country right now. And we're we're in this weird day today because it is election day. Um, you'll have, you know, some candidates still kind of working the phones and trying to gin up a turnout and all that sort of stuff. But the work has effectively been done. And there isn't a lot of mystery here except uh, the mystery of how, how long will it take to get the results? I mean, that's really the only mystery uh, that we've got. And because, you know, we have decided to start opening voting at the end of July or August or whenever that is, takes all that much longer time to uh, to to process those votes. I've, I've made no secrets of the fact that I like to vote on Election Day because I think it's special. There's not a lot in America that's special anymore. And I think there are a lot of people in this country who miss the speciality, the specialness of what this country has to offer. Uh, otherwise, it's, well, you know, I'm just going to go out there to the market and grab a grab a thing of uh, water and, and vegan yogurt. And then I'm going to, I've made a plan to vote. Uh, my plan to vote was always the, the day of the election. That's always my plan to vote. I don't know why you need to make a plan. Uh, polls are open from six to seven, six to eight, seven to seven. Yeah. So if, if you just like drive over to the poll and vote, then you're all set. You're good to go. I don't need to make a plan, but it's sort of, it's sort of a, a touchstone for where people on the left like to live. They like to live in planned communities with planned um, 
uh, sort of uh, ways to approach their lives. Everything must be planned. Everything must be centralized. Everything must be, well, it's really positively kind of socialist in, in a lot of ways. But, but again, you vote how you want to vote. I'm going to vote how I want to vote. Uh, and we'll wait to see. You know, we heard already from Corinne Jean-Pierre that it'll be uh, two weeks. We'll know in two weeks. The White House says it'll be two weeks before you get to find out how the election went. Interesting. You want to rush headlong into into the ballots uh, a month and a half, two and a half months early. But then we got to wait two weeks to get the ballots. Why is that? Why is that? If you want to know why it is that people get suspicious about the process of counting, it's that kind of stuff. Don't worry about it. We've got it under control. You'll get the oil you need. You'll be permitted to purchase some groceries and we'll let you know who won uh, three Sundays from now. No, see, that's that's not how we operate in, in these United States. And you have to understand something. There's a there's a red tsunami coming, a red wave coming. I, I didn't subscribe to any of those phrases. I think those phrases are hype. Uh, the reality is the American people are being heard and the American people have been heard for the last two years whether it was telling them they couldn't come to Washington, D.C. and go into the Capitol because it had to be uh, surrounded with gates and cages and things like that. We got that message. Washington, D.C. didn't want to hear a word from any of us out in America. Functioning and operating just like the, uh, the embassy in Afghanistan. Lots of razor wire and high walls keeping you riffraffers away from being able to lobby the people whose salaries you pay for. I, I want to go back to a different presidency. And it's not a conservative. It's not a Republican. It's actually Barack Obama's presidency. This red tsunami, this red wave that we have in front of us started to take shape well, well, well before all of this uh, start. There's a a now forgotten uh, moment in the Obama administration's history, and I'm talking Obama-Biden, where the EPA decided they were going to go after a very well-known guitar maker uh, be because of, of some of the inlay uh, and, and um, uh, fingerboards that were on the guitar neck that were created from wood in Madagascar. Do you all remember that? The Gibson Guitar Company? An iconic guitar company that was targeted to be destroyed by Barack Obama and Joe Biden. The reason why this is important is it was sort of the first major birthing of um, activism from a group of people who otherwise kind of liked Obama and Biden. And it was rock and roll musicians who got together and said, this is some serious BS that we're going to allow the Obama administration to determine what kind of guitars we get to play. And the fact that they tried to put Gibson out of business was a big deal, as Joe Biden would say, a BFD. That's the moment at which you started to see the break from the control freaks in Washington and the, the remaining vestiges of independent thinking and creativity in, in Hollywood and entertainment more broadly. 
You'll notice that if you were to go out there and consume some of the entertainment stuff that's been offered up since 2013 to just about now, it's been a pretty awful decade. Everything is, is, is sort of, you know, synthesized together. There, there's nothing special about these movies that have come out except, except for the last two years. Because the number one movie this year was Maverick. And the number one streaming show that even has leftists watching it is Yellowstone. The guy who got elected in 2016, President Trump, appealed to a certain constituency, a constituency of people who, regardless of color, race, sex orientation, what have you, gender, was a guy who seemed to be willing to at least make the effort to try to fight for America. You have a president right now, and let's be honest, who's much more reminiscent of Woodrow Wilson in the last 18 or 19 months of his presidency than he is a, a vibrant sort of uh, character. I, I don't know what President Biden thinks about his presidency, but I'm sure Ron Klain tells him every night before he gives him a, an ice cream cone before he goes to bed that he did a good job today. The use of the term good job is, uh, I think, variable in this case, because I don't think the American people are happy with the job the president has done. The left is upset that he hasn't gone further left. The right is upset that he's gone too far left. And the reality is the American people have really kind of had enough of this. We get it. We get it. We understand this. Bad orange man couldn't be president of the United States in your estimation. So you gave us a babysitter. The reality is the world is too, co too complex, too dangerous, too any of that to be in the hands of a babysitter. Well, when I hire a 15-year-old um, to watch my kids while me and my wife run out to dinner for a couple of hours, uh, I don't intend for for us to be away for a longer period of time. And if I do plan to be away for a longer period of time, it's not going to be with my children left in the hands of a 15 year old. In the same way, it's not going to be uh, my children left in the care of, a, of an 85 year old because of the same risks that exist with a 15 year old. Uh, you're, you're, you're not quick, you're not spry, you're not able to handle the situation quickly, your physical strength is weak. And that's what we have as a president right now. Uh, the, the, the great byproduct of what will happen with this election, and I don't know how it's going to go, but, but if you do end up with Republicans taking the House and or the Senate, uh, I do think it's, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how much they can pump the brakes on this administration. I, I think uh, in many ways it will, it will mark the end of, uh, of, of the, the great Biden experiment that hasn't been so great. And has been very detrimental because President Biden's entire mission from the moment he swore the oath at the Capitol was to transition this country. Nobody asked to have the country transitioned. We asked to have the country reopened. We, we asked to be free to go to school and to go back to work. And, and we didn't want to bow down before Tony Fauci or Xi Jinping, or the United Nations, or the World Health Organization, or any of that. 
In episode 19 of Devious Motives, I said that the really the pathway forward was to leave us alone. Leave us alone. You guys had a good run. You destroyed the cities. You spent trillions. You, you have created a, a culture of revulsion and fear that can only be satiated by the liberal application of more government. We got it. But the men I talk to and the women I talk to are looking at this and saying, I didn't sign on for this. And there are real symptoms out there in the body politic that should give you an indication that the American people are not with this president by and large. You want a, a simple way to look at it? Tell me about the enlistment numbers in the United States military. You want your son serving in a CRT-driven U.S. Army, a CRT-driven, uh, DEI-driven uh, U.S. Navy? Or are you looking to send your kid to the Air Force, Space Force, or the Marine Corps? Under this administration that bungled so severely Afghanistan and is desperate to continue to pursue a war likely with American boots on the ground in Ukraine? Are, are you part of that? Did you sign on to that? You didn't. This president did. This president oftentimes seems lost and muddled thinking Bo Biden, his son, who is deceased, died in Iraq. While we had 13 die in Afghanistan. And all he could do was check his watch. The vast majority of people in this country today are exhausted. They're tired. They don't like the idea of the Department of Justice targeting them because they they go to a protest or they go to a place that is designed to allow you to speak your mind about school board issues. They don't like the idea of the DHS not enforcing the border, but spying on Americans. They don't like the idea that the CIA or the NSA or the FBI can put a hand into the election politics of a given year. If I had the opportunity to speak to those men and women who, who serve in the highest echelons in Washington, D.C., I, I would look them directly in the eye as I look at you now and I would say, leave us alone. Leave us alone. There's no threat of kinetic action. There's no threat of, of um, any sort of behavior. It's, it's just a request as the people who pay your salary. Leave us alone. Show us that you care about the United States by, by breaking up the, the fentanyl poisoning weapons of mass destruction designed to kill our people. Show us that you can be a patriot by enforcing the border. It's interesting. The uh, only time you ever hear about people working in government being celebrated as heroes is when they try to stick it to a Republican president or to the American people, but they'll never stand up to Ronnie Klain or Kamala Harris or Alejandro Mayorkas or Joe Biden. They'll never leak that out to the newspaper. 
You ever notice the leaks always stop when a Democrat is president? Why is that? It's because to go back to the original analogy, a fortress surrounded by razor wire on a hill in Washington, D.C. called Capitol Hill. In many ways, I think that's how the Republicans and the Democrats in the House and the Senate kind of like it. Because the last thing they need is any meddling from you, taxpayer or not. Change is coming. It took from, from 2013 with Gibson all the way to now to get to this place. But while the left is always so fond of talking about the arc of, of, of freedom bends towards justice, I like to, I like to focus on the Bill of Rights and life for everybody, liberty for everybody, and the pursuit of happiness for all. And that's not just in Washington, D.C. or the United States. That's for all of humanity. And there are far more of us hungering for that than there are of you trying to restrain our liberties and freedoms. And the faith that I have is the faith of our founders. I'm Brett Witterbull. This is Devious Motives. Hey, it's Brett Witterbull, and I've got a great opportunity for you. If you're a fan of the show, if you listen or watch my videos, I want to invite you personally to join me and my beautiful wife, Sherry, as we take an excursion over to Italy. It's going to happen in June of 2023, so that's this coming June, and we're going to get together with amazing people. We're going to see incredible sights. We're going to land in Rome. We're going to take a, a land tour all among the sites of the things that you're going to want to see, including but not limited to uh, Assisi and Venice and Milan. We're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to love. We're going to the Vatican. It's going to be absolutely incredible, but it won't be complete without you. I want to invite you and your loved ones to join us as well. You can get more information at cruise-tour.com. That's cruise-tour.com. Or give them a call at 800 383 3131. That's 800-383-3131. Arrivederci. I'll see you in Italy.